0: Welcome to Hakol Radio's top three segment, where we discuss the top three news stories of the day. Hakol Radio, powered by the Muncy Mavasser, and broadcasting live from Shlurko Studios in Munsi, New York. Number one. The war against Hamas in Gaza has entered its tenth week, more than two months after Hamas massacred over 1,200 people, in southern Israel and took 240 hostages on the morning of October 7th. The IDF announced that over Shabbos, December 9th and Sunday, December 10th, IDF ground aerial and naval forces continued to strike terrorist infrastructure in the Gaza Strip, striking over 250 terror targets. IDF troops located and destroyed weapons caches, carried out targeted raids on military sites, destroyed underground terror tunnel shafts, and thwarted armed terrorist cells planning to attack IDF troops. On Sunday, December 10th, the IDF Artillery Corps began operating deep within Gaza for the first time since the start of the war. Soldiers from the 282nd Brigade are operating in the Gaza Strip in cooperation with the 188th Brigade in the Shujaya area of the Gaza Strip. During their initial operation, the Artillery Corps struck over 20 terrorist targets, including weapons storage facilities, buoy-trapped houses, and terror infrastructure of the Hamas terrorist organization. On Monday afternoon, December 11th, the IDF released footage of its soldiers of the 8111 Battalion engaging with terrorists on Sunday near a school. During the battle, an explosive device was detonated at the forces and terrorists were identified in the area. The troops responded with live fire, directed aircraft and tanks, initiated contact, killed the terrorists, and struck the terror infrastructure in the area. However. Five reserve soldiers were Ahmad al killed in the operation, bringing the death toll for IDF troops in Gaza to 105 since the start of the ground war. A senior IDF officer says there are signs that following over 22,000 heavy ammunition strikes in Gaza, the Hamas is finally slowly starting to crack. According to the senior IDF officer, the extensive destruction and damage inflicted upon Gaza have created command and control challenges for Hamas, and there are areas in the Gaza Strip that Israel has yet to take, but the Hamas no longer controls militarily. Despite these signs of Hamas facing difficulties, the officer stressed that the conflict is far from reaching its conclusion. The IDF continues to operate with high intensity, with the primary objective of dismantling entire battalions. Approximately half of the 24 Hamas battalion commanders have been eliminated already through airstrikes and other operations. The military estimates that around 7,000 Hamas terrorists have been killed in the Gaza Strip since the conflict began. The IDF also said it has targeted over 22,000 sites within the Gaza Strip since the commencement of hostilities, with 3,500 of them struck after the ceasefire that ended on December 1st. These precise strikes have been executed by the Air Force, Navy and ground troops targeting a range of Hamas infrastructure. Among the targeted sites are tunnels, weapons depots, command centers, rocket launchers, and the elimination of terror operatives. The IDF is engaged in ongoing battles with Hamas forces in several areas, including northern Gaza's Jabalia, Shejaya, and Beit Hanun, as well as in Khan Yunis in southern Gaza. IDF spokesperson Daniel Hagari said on Friday, December 8th, that the IDF arrested over 200 terrorists in the past 48 hours and transfer them to Shin Bet and IDF's intelligence unit for interrogation. The arrested terrorists included Hamas commanders as well as elite Nukba Hamas operatives. Dozens of terrorists have also surrendered in recent days as the Israeli military intensifies its military effort to crush Hamas and kill its leadership. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said on Sunday, December 10th, that the world is seeing, quote, the beginning of the end for Hamas. And its leader, Yahya Sinwar. The prime minister then said, It will take more time. The war is in full swing, but I say to the Hamas terrorists that it is over. Don't die for Sinwar. Surrender now. According to Hagari, the arrested terrorists told interrogators that their situation in Gaza is difficult and that the Hamas leadership denies the reality, although they receive regular updates on the situation. The operatives feel that the Hamas leadership doesn't care about the public in Gaza and Hagari concluded that the intelligence that emerges from the interrogation creates more targets and assists in operational activities. Number two. Former President Donald Trump has the upper hand over President Joe Biden in two critical battleground states, Michigan and Georgia, with broad majorities in both states holding negative views of the sitting president's job performance, policy issues, and sharpness. In Georgia, a state Biden carried by a very narrowed margin in 2020 A CNN poll reveals that 49% of registered voters say they prefer Trump, over 44% for Biden for presidency, in a two-way hypothetical matchup. In Michigan, which Biden won by a wider margin, Trump has a 50% support to Biden's 40%, with 10% saying they wouldn't support either candidate, even after being asked which way they lean. In both Michigan and Georgia, The share of voters who say they wouldn't support either candidate is at least as large as the margin between Biden and Trump. The two most recent documents of the White House appear to be the most likely nominees for their respective parties in next year's presidential election, with Biden's primary challengers largely lacking traction in polling on Democrats' preferences, as well as Trump being well ahead of his GOP rivals in nearly all polling. Number three. Yale University condemned the desecration of a menorah near its campus after a Palestinian flag was placed on it over the weekend, as pressure on top universities to address a rise in anti-Semitic incidents in their communities continues to mount. Yale condemns in the strongest possible terms the desecration of a menorah on the New Haven Green during the religious holiday of Hanukkah, Yale said in a statement on Sunday, December 10th. Quote, the placement of a Palestinian flag on the menorah conveys a deeply anti-Semitic message to Jewish residents of New Haven, including members of the Yale community, the school said. The Anti-Defamation League has documented 2,031 antisemitic incidents since the Israel-Hamas war began in October, 400 of which took place on college campuses. Campus leaders have as a result come under increasing pressure to address rising antisemitism in their communities. The Presidents of Harvard, MIT, and UPenn, the University of Pennsylvania faced intense backlash after they were called last week to testify at a House hearing on anti-Semitism on campuses. University of Pennsylvania President Liz McGill resigned after she struggled to answer basic questions about whether calls for genocide against Jews would violate the school's code of conduct at the hearing. Video of the Yale incident shows a person wearing a keffiyeh around their face and head, which disguised their identity, climbing on the menorah and placing a Palestinian flag on it, while four others can be seen heading to the menorah and are heard telling the person to get down. The flag was immediately removed, according to Jake Dressler, an an attorney who was at the event with a friend who took the video. The incident took place in a public space that is off the Yale campus during a demonstration sponsored by several groups in Connecticut. Nevertheless, Yale University has asked New Haven Police to investigate the incident, indicating that Yale will also conduct their own independent investigation. Thanks for tuning in to the top three segment live on Hako Radio, and have a great day.